and welcome to The Social Podcast. We are a young adult ministry of Cross Church here in Northwest Arkansas. The Social is a place where you are only new once, with people you can be real with, for a purpose that is changing the world. We are here for you. Come along with us as we dive into topics on young adults, culture, and following Jesus. To learn more about The Social, go to thesocialnwa.com or follow us on social media. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, Social Podcast? Hope y'all are doing great. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Come on, 2023. We got at least a few weeks of all putting the wrong date on Mm. the calendar, so just get used to it. Maybe months. Jim's making a killing on new members. Always a good time for Jim's. Bring an eraser. Um, Hey, we are so excited for our... Uh, just topic today uh, for the podcast. And we real quick, I want to introduce all that we have with our team. We've got Izzy Hoffarth here, hey. and we've got Zach Morris hello, hello. and Jeremy Dixon yo, yo. and myself, Luke Humphrey. And we are excited to unpack a topic uh, revolving around leadership and serving and what commitment looks like within the local church. And so I think we're going to have a good time uh, but Izzy, why don't you um, just get us going for all that we have? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago on the, on the podcast of kind of making the most of the year, you know, setting goals. Um, but I think about for myself, like usually when I, when a new year starts, like I look to see like, okay, what is it that I want to invest in? Like what, yeah. you know, what in my church, you know? Mm. So, if, so number one, if you're not thinking when you're thinking of your goals and what the year is going to hold, if you're not thinking about, okay, where am I going to invest in the church then why don't we just start all over and start thinking about how am i going mm-hmm. to invest in the church you know because yeah. as christians as believers if you are if you have um, professed faith in jesus like we have a high calling to serve his church to love his church and so i think just off the bat making an, an intentional plan of i am going to invest in the mm-hmm. local church and that looks like service, you know? And I think sometimes like we can often mix up leadership and serving. Um, but really mm. biblically, Matthew 20, 26 talks about how to lead is to serve. Like mm. we cannot lead oh, yeah. without first being one who serves. Um, and so I think we learn that from Jesus. You know, yeah. Jesus sets the example of his leadership, his influence. You know, that's typically how you yeah. would define a leader is someone who has influence. And he he had his major influence just by the way that he served people, the way that yeah. he went out and cared for people, especially the ones that were the least of them. Right. Yeah. I mean, he came to serve, not be served. He yeah. set the tone for all of us. Yeah. Really that's kind of what I say in every wedding I do. I talk about how people come into a marriage looking mm-hmm. of what can I get from this mm-hmm. marriage, not yeah. what I can give to this marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing just happens in our spiritual, especially within church or within yeah. our ministry, right? It's like, okay, like I'm just going to look around and look at different churches. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just talked with some of our young adults who have moved this past year, you know, very transitional ministry and just talking with them of like, cause they're trying to find another cross church out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, man, I'm struggling finding a church cause I just can't find it. It's like, no, like, Find somewhere that has a need, obviously, you know, biblically based. That's um, so at least check that out. But then a- after you're like, all right, all the non-negotiables are there. Like they're preaching scripture. Mm-hmm. Now just get in, get yeah. involved, get, a, yeah. get be going a part of it. And, and start, start serving. Yeah. Um, don't look at what can I get from this, but what can I give to this? Yeah. And that's honestly when, when we, it's helpful to just kind of zoom out when we think about the church. Um, it is not a name. It is not a building. 
It is something that Jesus established and began and in his ministry as the body of Christ. And so um, that's such a good, helpful point, Jeremy, of just how we can get into that consumeristic uh, mindset. And and we're kind of missing the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as long as we view the church as a place we come to consume and everything is about us, we miss out on what God wants for us. The only thing God's word asks us to be consumed of is him. Mm. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Nothing else, not the music, not, not anything in the church. We are called to be filled with him and to serve as a church. So we miss out on him when we're just consumers. Let me kind of flesh out this question then, because so if that's all that we are, which I agree with, obviously, and that's all that we're supposed to be focused in on. So why, why do serve others? Why not just like go deeper myself, like just individualistic, mm-hmm. just growing deeper. Like I'm giving God glory just in my own seat. Like I'm coming to church, sitting down, I'm having worship, just me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. I can just walk out yeah. and, and, and not serve. You know, let's maybe give some pushback to but that. But man, like, what are you going to do with all that? You know, you're <laughs> yeah, gaining yeah. so much that the Lord is doing, hopefully doing in your heart and your life that you're just going to keep that to yourself. Like, that's just rude. Like, that's just <laughs> you know? like I have had so much just like so much joy being able to receive from the people in my life that do nothing special other than just tell me all that God is doing in their life. Mm, And I ministered to so much by that, you know? And so like, if you truly are investing in your personal walk with the Lord, you should be spewing out of the overflow of all that the spirit is doing in you that you need to have someone to share. That's why the great commission says that we are to make disciples because you're going to be so full (laughs) that you need to be able to reproduce that in other people. And that's what spreads the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Jeremy, that question, like if, if you really are going deep in your own faith, I think that as Izzy was make, making clear, that's the byproduct. Sure. Like yeah. you, like I remember when I was a, a new believer and I was learning things about the Bible and I couldn't help but just want to talk about it with somebody. It could mm-hmm. be a stranger. It could be my mom. I could just say, Hey, look at what I've learned. And that's just, man, that's mm-hmm. how the, the spirit works through us. Yeah. And it, it's so others focused. Yeah. yeah. Luke loves his mom, guys. Mom's way over here. Yeah. But I, I agree. And I even think back to a few Sundays ago when we're talking about the relationship of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. right? If it was just meant to be individual, God would have never created community Mm -hmm. and the fullness that we get of living for God is always experienced in community. And the healthiest of communities is one that is based on selflessness and giving not selfishness and having, you know, let me, let me put this on the table. Let's, let's go to our friends that are listening and maybe they, in the past, they grew up plugged into a church, but Mm. they're, they're years from that and and they're working full time and they're just not really sure what they can bring to the table. Like Mm -hmm. what value do they have? You know, they're still struggling in their own areas and, and they just feel like, oh, I, there's no way I could be of, of value to the church. Yeah. Let, let's just, let's wow. just jump in there. Romans 12, four, you know, all yeah. different mm-hmm. just parts of the body. So yeah. like we all have something that we've been gifted with. I know in growth track, we talk about it too. If like, right, like mm-hmm. we've all been given spiritual gifts yeah. from the Lord. Whenever we turn from our sin, turn to him, like yeah. in that point when the Holy Spirit comes in our life, we all have a gift. Yeah. And that gift, even like what Izzy said, you know, don't be rude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's don't keep your gift to yourself. Yeah. And yeah. so I think sometimes we can even look at ourselves and be like, what is my gift? Or my gift isn't good enough. Yeah. Um, no, God has given you a gift to share with others. And it's our responsibility. I think it's 
maybe it's not our responsibility to fill others up, but it's mm-hmm. definitely our responsibility to pour out what oh, we absolutely. have. That's a good way yes. to put it. Yeah. Well, I think also like you're the one doing the thing. Like you're the one working out Walmart. You're the one teaching the sixth graders at the elementary school or at the middle school. Like you're the one doing all the things. Like it's so easy for people to think like, oh, that's the pastor's job. Like the people that work at the church, it's their job to invest in the people of the church. I'm like, yes, I'm partnering with you in that, but I'm not necessarily doing the thing. Like you have so much influence in, in showing others who are also doing the thing, like what it looks like to live your faith out in every aspect of your life. Yeah. You know, like you have a place and you have such, um, such a unique perspective to be able to share with other people that are walking through that. Yeah. I think it, it poses like another thought in leadership too of when we serve, we really need to be mindful of who are we serving for, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. So we do have a responsibility to serve. That's We're right, not called yeah. to be individuals. Um, but also when we serve and when we lead others, mm-hmm. it's not aimed at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we shouldn't be looking to the approval or the favor of other people. Yeah. And being for the glory of God, that just means in the way we serve, we give attention to God. We give attention to everything that we do, we, we give it to him, yeah. you know, yeah. or else we will get depleted very, very quick because yes. if it's yeah. based on us and our favor and our, mm-hmm. how, um, how many fans we have or mm-hmm. whatever it is, yeah. we'll get depleted because it's not the way our, our souls were meant to yeah. be. Yeah. And Zach, you're going in a really good direction because oftentimes for those of y'all that, that do serve and, and do pour out time and time again, um, burnout and exhaustion and right. even frustration. Um, a lot of that comes along with it if we're not careful. And part of what you were hitting on is, uh, who are we serving? Are we serving the Lord? Uh, are we serving, uh, ourselves or are we just trying to make a name for ourselves? And uh, I think that all goes back to our personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, and even as we kind of began, uh, the talk of, Man, if we're, if we're growing in our walk with the Lord, that the natural response is to pour out into mm-hmm. others. Yeah. And so we first have to be filled up before we could ever pour out. That's mm-hmm. a, yeah. a great, great illustration that's been used yeah. many times. Yeah. And obviously we don't want you to walk into burnout. So even, you know, you can go back and listen to the sermon on, you know, are you tired? Yeah. And, and it's about being daily filled yeah. by the Lord yeah. every single day, yeah. taking different moments, going yeah. to the Lord and really like serving, leading. It should be so impossibly big of a task that you are dependent on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get in that posture where you just can't do it out of your flesh, like, and some of us got good flesh, you know, like we, <laughs> we have some really good raw talents, raw abilities, and we can just outwork other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we're dependent on the Holy Spirit and we're looking to Him, we're looking to, to God to show up when we're like, Oh my gosh, I, I have nothing to say to these people. Yeah. Or I'm about to sit down with a, like a coworker and I really want them to come and see what, what God's been doing in my life and what he's doing in this ministry. When you get to that place of dependency, that's when your great leadership is going to come out. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I, I think one of the pressures that some people feel when it comes to leadership is, Oh, there's much expected of me. And mm. that's true. Like that is biblical. Like the Bible says that to whom much is entrusted, much is required. Um, and so like when, when a leader is obviously entrusted with a role, there's expectations. There is the expectation of living above reproach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of people feel the pressure of that, that they're, that they think that like there's no room to fail, which means that that's not a place for me. Yeah. But if anything, I'm like, 
there is room for grace in the sense of like, hey, nobody has it all together. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't that you shouldn't jump in to lead or to serve. You know, that pressure, if anything, all it is is just a sense of accountability. We're all yeah. held accountable to each other. And so that doesn't that shouldn't make us run from opportunity. If anything, that should make us run to it because I know that if I'm in a, in a place of being constantly held accountable in a place where I can lead and where I can serve, then that's probably going to be a really healthy place for me to, if I do fall, to have people around me to build me up, yeah. to encourage me, but also a reason for me to be very aware of, hey, I don't want to fall. Yeah, I yeah. want to be a good example. I want to be a good leader. So I I'm, I want to be more aware of these things. Yeah. You know? And yeah. To, to kind of squash the lie that sometimes comes into all of our heads of the church's you know, I can't serve or I shouldn't serve because, you know, they're all perfect people and, and they've got it all figured out. They're all holy and all these things. And, and if I can maybe speak for us at this table right now, um, it's not because we're here and yeah. that's the reality. And we have a faithful God who looks yeah. upon us, as Jeremy mentioned earlier from Romans mm -hmm. of, and he just, he sees us and by his grace, he uses us. Yeah. Um, and so it's not about being perfect, but it's about being faithful and about, yeah. man, push putting the Lord first um, and letting him lead us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a really good tie between what you're saying, Luke and, and Izzy between expectations and faithfulness, like in mm -hmm. the, the origin of it all. I know I'm bringing Adam and Eve a lot in there. That's <laughs> where it all starts. I know. I love the Christmas and Genesis series that we went through, man. But well, when you think about the, the original intention, we were made to be cultivators. Yeah. We were made to work. However, yeah. the brokenness that has sometimes given us a little, uh, has taken us off, off base yeah. is we tie in our leadership and our work for approval mm -hmm. instead of working from approval. Yeah. Like yeah. God yeah, calls really us good. a son and a daughter before we ever do a, a meritable thing to gain favor for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there are clear expectations like you're saying, Izzy, but also there's the expectation of God just loves being your father. Yeah. That's it. That's where it starts. And that's what we work out of. Yeah. Um, instead of for. What about, so, you know, I think you hit a great probably target audience here listening and be like, you know, I don't feel maybe worthy, but what if it's like, I don't feel equipped. Like, mm. I just feel like I don't, I don't, I'm not there yet. Um, I, I feel like I need to know so much more. What about mm. that person? Yeah. You know, when I can think back to my own personal experience and I can even look to other people's own testimony, sometimes you just, what's your next step? Mm -hmm. And are you being faithful to the, what the Lord has given and put before you right now? Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes that's just, Hey, jump onto the dream team or, or whatever your church may call it. Or here at Cross Church, we call our, our servants, um, the dream team. And, and we get to, we have a lot of different ways you can jump into that. And I think when you just get around other people, um, you will find that the equipping comes along with that. Mm -hmm. and, and there are times where, you know, training is important and, and there are certain things that you need to be, um, you know, trained up in specifically. But a lot of times there's this barrier we build, um, thinking that, Oh, I can't do that because I don't know this. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes we just need to start. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think even to, you know, Ephesians 4:12. So we're, we're helping equip. Yeah. So. You know, take an inventory. What do you feel like, man? Like I would lead if I knew blank, which mm -hmm. is probably not true. You can probably go ahead and start leading and, and growing. But even like, I think it's great to take inventory. What is it that I need to learn in or grow in? Where will I feel like really just, um, yeah, where, where's that place I need to grow? Yeah. And then come to us. Like yeah. that's yeah. part of what we're here for is yeah. to equip you, the saints for the work of the ministry. But why? Yeah. It's to build up the body believers. Yeah. And yeah. so. 
even, you know, Izzy, you were talking about just how maybe a leader can be different than a normal, let's just say, mm-hmm. air quote, Christian. Yeah. But really, we all have the exact same call yeah. on our life. Yeah. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's like, oh, am I, am I just a Christian not called to leadership? No, mm-hmm. like you're called yeah. to build up the body of believers. Yeah. 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 Really well, even like so many people will think like, I'm not equipped, so I'm not going to take the next step. And I'm like, okay, you are equipped if you know Jesus, if you know the gospel, if you truly know how you came to know the Lord and you know what it takes to know Jesus, that's step. That's the most important thing anyone's ever going to need. So start there. If that's the only thing you ever get equipped on with, you know, prayerfully and reasonably, that's not going to be the cap. But if that's all you ever know, then you get to, you have so much opportunity to be able to lead others in coming to know Jesus just because of what you know about Jesus, how he has changed your life, um, and how he's met you there. So let's end towards, um, talking about just like, as we're looking towards the new year, how do we get out of our fear of this word commitment? You know, (laughs) whether it's, I don't know if y'all are looking to get engaged, whatever, like, or just like, Picking like, what am I going to commit to this year? You know, that, that yeah. involves like any of your goals. Um, but like we said, like when it comes to serving and leading in the local church, that is a high calling that God has placed on believers. Like, what does it look like to commit and what does that mean? Mm. Yeah. I think, I think with commitment, um, one thing that, that has just been on my mind since I knew this was going to be a topic is, is speaking to commitment. I think we need to bring a bigger value back to our word. Yeah. When we give someone our word, like what, what does that, what does that mean? And it means a lot. When you give your word to lead, to serve, to be a part of something, it means that you are giving yourself in to be relied upon yeah. for some responsibility in the church to serve the church. Um, and so when you give your commitment in, I would say a, a big part of that is know the expectations. Like when you want to commit to something, have a clear idea from asking whoever leader is going to be over you, whether that's a pastor, someone on staff, a team lead or whatever, like what am I expected of Mm -hmm. to gain, to Mm -hmm. gain understanding of it? And then just take heart how much your word means when you put it on the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in the line of that, um, I also think it's so important that our priorities are in the right order as well. Yeah. Because, one of the biggest challenges for everyone, but especially us as young adults is busyness and, and having too much on our plate. And and it's like, gosh, where did the time go? There's no way I could do this well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we let work and we let other things dictate our life. And every time we say no to something, we're saying yes to something else. And so we need to have that mindset before us. Um, Matthew six 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his Mm -hmm. righteousness. And and he's going to take care of everything else. I think what's, you know, I think, yes, we need to hold value to our word. I think that sometimes is not the problem for some of us. It's that we do hold value to our word. That way, and because of that, we're scared to give a word, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I know my word's valuable and I don't want to let you down. So I'm just not going to say anything. But I think mm-hmm. then it goes to like, look at your this year, pray before the Lord and say, God, what are you calling me to do this yeah. year? Yeah. And then be obedient to that yeah. and then give your word. And then hold it as valuable and stick to it. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's so good. We got, we have a lot of stuff coming up as well, yes. and not just to jump in and give a commitment to, but just going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like I want to encourage all of you, just as I want to encourage myself, like be a person that commits to being a yes person, and yeah. not just a yes to everything. Like your yes is valuable, but like commit to okay. Um, 
I know you've mentioned Zemo before from um, a former pastor of us, like a, a need seen is an assignment given. So like if you see a need, fill the need, commit to fill the need. So like if you know every year in our church, there's a need, Freedom Weekend, Breakthrough for leaders to mm-hmm. lead high school, middle school students in small groups for a weekend. Like, let me just go ahead and say, like, I'm going to be the first one to sign up for that because I can't. Like, I'm a single young adult. I have all the time in the world. I have all the resources that I need for this opportunity. Why would I not commit to this? Why would I not commit to investing in my church? Why would I not commit to being available to the Lord however long and whatever place he would have me? You know, I think part of the fear of commitment, um, especially within our social culture and in serving, um, we usually ask for year-long commitments. People think they're like putting on a ring, giving it like selling their souls to us. Like, you know, like it's just, it's a big deal. And so that seems really scary. And, and the thing is, I'm like, you'd have no idea what this next year is mm. going to hold for you. And again, like looking back to our, our previous podcasts, like this year is not my year. This is the, this is the year that the Lord has given me to steward well. So I'm going to steward it the best that I can by committing it to him and entrusting like, Lord, however you would have me use it. I will use it that Come way. Come on, Izzy. That's yeah. good. Psalm 34, 8 comes to mind. And just to say, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. And when you can get to the end of 2023 this year and you look back, you don't see all these, uh, you know, things that you wish could have been different or, mm. or whatnot. When you are giving of yourself to the, the things of God, man, you just get to sit mm. back and say, wow, look at what God did this year. Yeah. yeah I think there's a practical step in, in what we're saying too. And I, I keep thinking of this thought of, Man, what has your bank account and what has your calendar has mm-hmm. your heart. If you want yeah. a good indication oh, yeah, of what true. you're giving your life to, those two things are great indicators. And so yeah. looking forward to commitment, just evaluate your calendar. Weekly mm-hmm. basis or look back to 2022. Yeah. How much Netflix did we watch? Right? How, How much time scary. did I go on? Right. <laughs> How many times did we go to small group? How many times did we give our in? Like just take an evaluation of it and mm-hmm. God will give grace for where we slipped up. Absolutely. But there also will be great clarity given for where we can go deeper, give more. And you know what? For some of us, we may be like, you know what? We may be doing pretty well at our commitments and we may just need to become a reference point for other people to draw them into commitment and continue to give our yes on the table. But just looking forward to next year, something I'm just going to do out of conviction is look at my calendar and be like, where can I give more of my life this next year? Mm, yeah. Really and that good. shouldn't be something that's draining. I think that's no. the thing. And I even, even Tuesday nights when it comes to our dream team, like, there is a way to do both, to both give mm. of yourself, to pour out, um, to be available to give. But also to let it be for you, to let it, re- mm. to let you receive. Like there is a gift that you receive in return from serving. And we should be going at it with that expectation. And, and also knowing that Tuesday nights, these are for us. Um, so anyways, speaking of Tuesday nights, we're so excited for what this year is going to hold. Come on. So. Yeah. 2023 is here and we are ready to roll. So next week we are kicking back off of the social. I know we've missed you guys. You've missed us. We can't wait to be with you guys. It's felt so long. It's, I know it's felt like forever. So we're so excited to hear about kind of what we've got going on. So t- Luke, tell us about next week. What are we doing? Yes. January 10th, Tuesday night. We are starting our ramp back up into the full swing of the social on Tuesdays. And so, uh, we, we started this last year and honestly, it was such a fun time. We are kicking off the year in Fayetteville, and uh, man, I I love it. There is something about that room, Uh, and so we are super excited about this, and one of the fun ways that we're kind of bringing it into each of our campuses is uh, 
on uh, Tuesday night, we're going to have a super fun late night that's all around the Razorbacks uh, because, you know, we got we to gotta support our hogs. Right. Um, we're killing it in basketball. It, it's looking oh, great. March is it. just around mm. the corner. Bus, bus. And so we're looking at maybe, <laughs> maybe a... Uh, or Jersey night. I think that that's yes. going to be a, a fun time. And then we're looking Absolutely. at um, a some basketball elements. So just be ready for that. It's going to be a blast. Be and, fun. and we can't wait to get back when, and see you guys. So wear your favorite jersey. Yeah, I love it. Okay. The following week, January 17th, where are we at, Zemo? We at the Dell, y'all. Ooh, Good old Dale. Springdale, Arkansas. Okay, what is special about baby. Springdale? Let, uh, please enlighten us. What is special about Springdale, many people may not know this, is literally on the same street as our church campus on Johnson Road sits the headquarters that take chicken all over the hey, world. That's Come true. It we is, love chicken. It is finally known as Chickendale uh, in the area, but it. there will be a chicken element. We don't know what that is. We'll keep you on your toes, but there will be some form of chicken. We even talked about having live chickens there. Who oh, knows I know. what's going to happen, but it's going to be a great night on, on January 17th at oh Springdale Campus. I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are back the following Tuesday, January 24th at Pinnacle Hills. Jeremy, tell us about this side of Northwest Arkansas. Think all things Rogers, Bentonville. Think trucks. Think great mm-hmm. values. Mm-hmm. You know, think, think about all those things. And, uh, that's what you'll experience on the 24th. Yeah. We're so excited to get back with you guys. We've got so many things coming up this year. Yeah. January 14th, um, is a Saturday. We're going to be having our, our second social skills mini conference so talking about prayer and kind of how to dig deeper into your prayer walk. So yeah. if that's something that you are wanting to commit to investing in this year, we highly encourage y'all to join us this week. But like we said, we've got a lot going on. You'll hear about it, but we cannot wait to see you in person. Fayetteville, Springdale, Pinnacle, and we will be, we'll be, we'll stay at Pinnacle the rest of the year, which will be so fun. But we love y'all. This was so fun. Can't wait to see y'all next week. Love you guys. Love you, socials.